You're listening to One on One with DP. Sponsored by Beatrice Bakery on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back to One on One. Kit Walgamot from Lincoln Journal Stars here. The storytelling uh, is important. Again, from the text line, we appreciate you guys for adding two. I want to read a couple of these. Uh, Kent has been a staple of Lincoln and the Journal Journal for basically my entire life. He's unique, tackles interesting stories, and is always a good read. Uh, Thought-provoking articles, love his style, always have. That's from Sanderson uh, to you on the text line. Thank you. Yeah. um, (laughs) Kent, um, question for your thoughts on Kobe Webster saying things on 93.7's ticket that cause additional distress for the basketball program. What say you? What say I? Mm-hmm. I don't think they cause any additional distress. That's what say I. That part. Because, <laughs> because my guess is, and I don't know this for a fact mm-hmm. because I'm not in the room, but my guess is that everything gets that gets said on the radio here has long been said before inside those closed doors. He not saying anything that anybody else doesn't already know is or isn't already bad? dealing with. And when is the truth bad? Never. Right. Like he said in 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 his conversation here was that, well, Coach and I have already talked about this. Right. And there was zero malice to him saying it. He was asked a question, and then he does a show that's literally called The Truth. <laughs> that's the name of the show. And he said, listen, talk to Coach. I think we could work on this a little bit more. There was no malice. He was talking about a couple of players, and he said, no, he's a good kid. Uh, he can play. He'll be a star when he does that. So I didn't understand it. I didn't understand the, the, the fire behind it at all. Well, okay, you know this. It isn't all kumbaya on, a, on any team, okay? And it's <laughs> what somebody says in the media has a lot less to do with any of that than we like to think, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this guy's being critical of this. Well, if he's been critical of this, there's a, that's already popped up long before it came onto the sports page or onto the radio. Like, we don't get to make the news. We just report it. Correct. And Kobe certainly, I mean, Kobe has a career in radio if that's what he wants to do because he figured out pretty quickly that if I say what I know, I talk about what I know, uh, I mean what I say, and there's truth to it, that it has value. And the latter is the important thing. If it's, okay, this is just what I think, and this is from my observation, mm-hmm. right? A lot where you get in trouble is when it's all sort of judgment with no speculation no yeah exactly with, with no with no fact behind with it. no fact right no. i heard i and and this is one of those things and you and i talked about it um dick enberg was the one that, that, that pitched this and said well you know there's simplicity in the truth mm-hmm. there's simplicity in it and when people make it complicated go to the source don't quote sources. Go to the source. The source is greater than sources. Mm-hmm. Right? So Kobe's there, and he can speak to it. How anybody feels about it is on them. Correct. But Kobe's talking about a thing that he's in and that affects him on a daily basis. And that was what I was going to say. Okay, I am not a big user 
In fact, I would guess, I have maybe 10 times ever used an, an anonymous source quote, mm-hmm. okay? I'm going to you, I'm asking you, if you don't want to talk to me, don't talk to me, right? But I'm going to use your name, mm-hmm. and I'm going to use if it's something like this. Sure. Well, he's doing that himself. It's not like he's being mediated through somebody with a pen, but it's the exact same thing. That's how it's truth, and you, you're behind it. And, you know, the other thing along the line here is if you tell the truth and or speak your truth, so to speak, you don't have to remember what the lie was that you told the week before. And you don't have to validate it. And you don't have to validate There's it. There's no validation required and, for truth. And so I don't see that as disruptive in the slightest, honestly. I mean, there have been, I'll give you an example of, I still don't know what went on. When Danny Nee was the coach here, there was essentially a mutiny of mm-hmm. players mm-hmm. who went to the athletic director and complained. Da, da, da. And then a week later, everybody's back. Mm-hmm. Now, I to this day don't, re- don't know exactly what was, that was about and exactly what was with, you know, what got worked out. Mm-hmm. Here, here's some fu- this is what's funny. So before I got here, I had Nebraska ties, not knowing that I had Nebraska ties. Okay. <laughs> I, I had Nebraska ties to the, to the Danny Knee basketball program. So I ran a, a minor league team in Utah that featured Jerron Boone and Tony Farmer. Oh, okay. <laughs> Two of the people, right? These are the guys that I, that, like, we would go on the road, and their rooms were always next to mine because they were a little bit more mature than some of the younger guys that were playing. But we, there were a ton of stories. And then Eric Strickland. Sure. Right? To be able to tell – so – Take three people that were involved in that very thing. A weird thing happens. All three of them independently tell the same story about the events that took place there. And my thing was, nobody's asking them what happened. They would rather have some impression in their head that fits a narrative that they want to use when those people are readily available. Mm-hmm. And Eric Strickland's been on air off and on since the day I got here, and nobody ever asked him. Is that right? What happened? Interesting, right? Like I've had the individual conversations with him. I've had collective conversations with them. Jerron Boone, who by every metric should be a member of the Nebraska Basketball Hall of Fame, every metric. He's top ten in almost every category. Right, the last one of the last champions you had here, and there's a little bit of hurt that he's not valued and tributed here. Like he wants to be loved. Every Husker wants to be loved, and it's the only thing that people can say is, "Well, he's part of the walkout." Well, no, that's not that's not reason enough. We know that because Eric Strickland is also Tyron Lue is also right. Pike is in. Like like we understand. Logic versus truth, and people who search, seek out the truth becomes easy. Yeah. So I think if you ever want like that, that's that's a story I would have told because you could talk to those three guys, well, those four guys. Add, add Ty Lue to it, 
and they will tell you what happened. Oh, I'm sure they would. But when it was going on, it was mystery land. Right? Like, it just, it's fascinating. Like, the stuff that goes on now, so much of it is CYA. Mm-hmm. It's all cover your butt. And I, my thing is, I understand from a business standpoint why you cover. But the reality is, if you want to get it right, if you fix it, then you should tell the truth about it. If it's still going on, you will hide it. Yep. Like, like that's that's a simple thing for me. Quick on Eric. Uh-huh. He was always – he's one of my very favorite Husker basketball players. And he was like – I think he's the best defensive player they've ever had, period. Period. Nobody else. Got it. Right? And that was back in the day when they used to give away cars for hitting a halftime shot. Right. I said a better uh, – more entertaining version of that yeah. would be to give the guy the ball at the end line and have Strickland guard him, and if he, and if he could get to half court, he got the car. Like that would be. Oh my god, we have to. Oh my god, I have to ask about that that today because you know that guy could guard, and he was athletic. And can I ask you a favor? Can I ask you? To get on with Strick and Bach in the afternoon one day. Oh sure, because I think like that. Those are conversations that should be had. That's a thing that should be said to him because it would, it would absolutely tickle him and make his day. It was. I mean, okay. Here uh, we're we're heading in another direction. Here back in the uh, in the old days at mm-hmm. the Devaney, mm-hmm. we were on the sideline for a while and then they moved us up but we were sitting right on the side and so when you're sitting 10 feet away from them you really get to see and there were guys uh, that you could see from the the visitors from the opponent didn't want to have anything to do with the basketball because Strickland was guarding them that's the level of defense that that guy played I would love to get back to the days where, again, when media is there, you can hear the conversations. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, the best way for the uh, to understand that would be fantastic. The, yeah. Strick's the, on YouTube. He said, word, LOL. So, Strickland's <laughs> listening now. That's amazing. Well done, bro. Well done. Yeah, I just think that, w- that would be amazing to have. But I also think, again, I, missed, I understand the money aspect of having big money vendors sitting in those seats. Oh, sure. But there's enough room. Every Husker event to have the media, especially the beat reporters, the folks who talk about this stuff every day, there. I, look, no, no slight to podcasters and the like. Let them go sit up. But the guys who 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 are going to provide the news for you immediately in full, why would you not want them there to hear what's being said? in timeouts and to hear what's being said in the huddle and to hear what's being said on the floor because some of the best conversations I've ever heard was guys like Strickland going against Iverson in the conversation that's being had. And (laughs) here, here, this isn't directly to the players, but I got to know pretty much all the referees in the, I guess have been big eight probably then, and including Ed Hightower and Ed, Ed, he'd come over and talk to you during the game, before the game, uh, he would steal my Snickers bars. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. You know? Nice. And there's, uh, uh, well, I guess he's retired now, so it's fair enough. Denny Friend was a 
uh, an official, and there was a horrible call in a game, like complete phantom call, right? And I'm laughing. I'm just laughing out loud. And Denny runs by and goes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right, right. This, well, this, that was great. We're on the radio. I'm doing a No, gesture. well, they can see Everybody can see this. That's why we video stream. We give that opportunity as well. All right, so we'll throw it to break. We'll come back. We'll close out one-on-one with Kent. Um, I do want to do a thing while you're here. We'll do that in the next break, and we'll close out this hour before we hand it over to the captain. Rashawn Jackson will take us from 11 to 2 o'clock here on 93.7 The Ticket. Watch live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. You're listening to One on One with DP on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.